a Ferrari instead of a Toyota. Well, it's the criticism Finance Minister Nicola Willis is uh, using around Kiwi Rail's significant budget blowouts on its planned inter-islander mega-ferries upgrade. New ferries were due to be delivered by 2026, and the cost of the vessels and the port infrastructure for them went from costing $700 million to more than $3 billion, or around $3 billion. The Finance Minister is with us now. Kia ora, good morning. Kia ora, good morning, Karen. Now, you've used this analogy of the Ferrari and Toyota, but is that fair because the so-called Ferrari, the big ships, was all about capacity, the future, being able to sail in bad weather, purpose-built, and being able to carry rail. The Toyota won't be able to do all of that, will it? Well, the real problem here is that the actual ships were only going to be 20% of the blown-out project cost, and that's not what the government initially signed up to. So while the ships had kept a steady cost, because they were so big and different from what has been used uh, in our harbours before, they were going to require a huge amount of investment and infrastructure at the port, at ferry terminals that weren't going to be multi-use, Uh, And that part of the project was not envisaged when the government initially signed up to replace the boats. Mm. So the question now is, how do we come up with a better value for money proposition that ensures safe, reliable services into the future? And we're convinced there's a better way. And does that future option include transporting rail across the the strait? Yes, that is one of the options. How would you do that? Because Kiwi Rail has said this morning you can't lease ships that can do that or in fact replace the smaller ships won't be viable for that? Well around the world it is very common practice uh, to do what's called road bridging which is where freight is taken off trains, put onto ferries and put back onto trains at the other end so that will be an option. Uh, There's also the option of continuing with the status quo where we have one ferry that takes rail and a couple of ferries that don't. You can't keep going with the Arahata, though, can you? Because that's running to the end of its life. You've still got to find a ferry that can have rail on it. And because the road bridging option is 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 obviously not cost-effective, is it? I mean, it's a huge problem to have to do that. Well, it could be cost-effective, Corin, and that's one of the issues that we need to explore better. Uh, and regardless of the decision we made about this project... The new boats were not due to arrive until 2026 at the earliest. So either way, over the next couple of years, uh, it's going to be important for Kiwi Rail to keep maintaining in our current maintaining our mm. current. Service but I guess the bigger the bigger point that. here is: Are you committed to rail, the future of rail? I mean, people might argue that this is a blow to rail in this country, in particular the South Island. If you have to road bridge it then the costs are going to be higher, therefore road is going to be more advantageous, it's going to make trucking look better, that this is about, this is going to be a boost to the trucking industry and roads versus rail. Yes, we are committed to rail in New Zealand. What this is about is getting the best value solution for New Zealanders. For everyone who goes across the strait uh, to visit the South Island or to visit the North Island, uh, to every tourist who uses that service, to every freight operator who wants to get their freight between the islands, we need to come up with a solution that works for all of those things but does so in a way that provides value for money. Because remember, Corinne, Every dollar we spend on this project is a dollar we can't then spend on replacing classrooms, on building hospitals, on replacing the roads. Well, you can. You could borrow more. That need replacing. Uh, 
I could do that, but I have committed to New Zealanders that we will be a financially responsible government that will get the books back in order. And so there is not a magic money tree at the end of the garden. A small country like No, New and Zealand I take look, people understand your point. The they understand your point about that. But this isn't it's not as though this money isn't for something that is going to produce potentially long term uh, productivity gains. That you know, there is a reason for that borrowing. Well, Corinne, that's why I continue to say that the government is going to be prepared to invest uh, in a replacement service. That remains our position. We accept that we should invest in making sure there is a good, resilient transport connection between our two islands and our government will. We want to make sure that investment uh, provides really good value for money so that we can look taxpayers in the eye and say, this is a good deal. We're doing this right. We're not going to have mm. massive blowouts in this project. It's going to deliver on time and on budget. Uh, do you have a figure on, on a sunk cost here that's been spent? I mean, Peter Reedy today was suggesting, obviously, that millions has been spent on design already, also suggesting that, in fact, they may have to look at building the boats, completing them and selling them to someone else, which just seems extraordinary to have purpose-built boats for the Cook Strait given to somebody else. Well, look, the, the thing here is it's not the shipbuilding contract that's blown out. Uh, actually, that was a fixed-price contract, and that's remained the same throughout. What's blown out uh, is the potential cost of redeveloping uh, the ports and the infrastructure uh, and the way that that's gone about. So how uh, Kiwi Rail resolves its residual contractual obligations is a matter for Kiwi Rail. It's obviously commercially sensitive how they do that. What we've asked of them is that they do that uh, in the best value way possible. Okay, a couple of quick things. Um, do you think it is time that New Zealand moved to a situation where infrastructure was dealt with a one-stop shop, that we have a Ministry of Works type arrangement where all the experts and all the people who know about infrastructure they do it, and then a key, uh, the likes of a Kiwi Rail would then hire their services effectively, rather than have each individual agency do its own. Well, one of our commitments as a coalition government is to form an infrastructure agency that becomes a much better specialist at the design, sequencing and delivery of infrastructure projects. Yesterday, the Auditor-General published a report which laid bare what a shambolic job has been done in recent years with infrastructure projects. Uh, we've got cost blowouts all over the place, projects that the Auditor-General found uh, were not representing good value for money, that has created massive risks. Uh, and so, yes, we want to tidy this whole area up because there's a lot of infrastructure okay. built in New Zealand and we're determined to build. Well, let's talk about one of, another one of those, which is in, must be on your must have come across your desk, and that's the Scott Base rebuild. How much is that going to blow out? Well, uh, you will have seen the Deputy Prime Minister and Minister for Foreign Affairs, Winston Peters, uh, has already made remarks on that. That is a project that is also uh, uh, much, much more expensive than it was meant to be, and that's a project that we are looking at closely. Again, we have to be custodians of taxpayer money, uh, and we can't be handcuffed uh, to endless checks because the taxpayer doesn't... So, so would you pull the pin on that rebuild? No, we uh, have not... Uh, said that at all. Uh, we're committed to delivering that project in a way that represents good value. The when do we get a decision on that? Because that the, because that's already you know that that's well down the track as well. well. The Minister of Foreign Affairs and Trade uh, has said that he is uh, looking at that project, and I think he's really disappointed 
that the outgoing government uh, allowed the costs to spiral out of control as in such I mean, a way that they have. What's more important here, having a, a, a refit base in Antarctica or, or a fully functioning Cook Strait ferry system that can deal with, with 30 years of growth? Both are important, as are ensuring we have great hospitals, as is ensuring we have classrooms in our schools, as is ensuring we have roads that work uh, and bridges that work. All of these infrastructure projects are important and what the government needs to do is sequence them and ensure they can be delivered in a way that represents the best value possible for taxpayers and that's what our government is doing. Finance Minister Nicola Willis, thank you very much for your time this morning.